Warrior Ward Davis is ready for anything life has to throw at him, or at least he thinks he is. He's not a man that should be played with on any level, but love doesn't care about your position. When love enters the battlefield, will it be a fair fight? Life has a funny way of humbling you. When the humbling comes from a person you don't even want to like, will he submit himself to love? Blossom P. McCoy has been in battles most of her life. However, her biggest battle is just over the horizon. Will she be able to turn an enemy into a friend to prepare for a bigger nemesis? Or will her pride lead her to a losing battle? What happened when enemies turns to friends who turn to lovers? They say love is a battlefield. Let's see who is truly ready for war. Boy, who goes by P from her father. Um, and, you know, she's just trying to make it. She has a 13-year-old son by the name of Trustin, who was named after his father. Uh, was it truth or trust? Whatever. But, you know, he doesn't really take care of his son. He'll pop in every now and again, but he's not really doing anything. So he is working overtime at a cell phone company. I believe it's a cell phone company. And, you know, she's just doing the best she can. And then we're introduced to a man by the name of Warrior War. And. You know, we just get a little background on him day to day, what he's doing. He's just a single man living his life, doing whatever he wants to do. He owns a couple businesses and everything is on up and up, but he's also a gangster. And he gets the call one night that somebody broke into his mechanic shop. And P gets a call from work. She was supposed to be pulling a double to get some more money for her son. And she gets a call from her father that she needs to hurry up and make it to this location. So when she gets there, it's to see her son and two of his friends tied up. And she's like, you know, what's going on? Why is my son tied up? You know, what's going on? Him and his friends like broke the window and called themselves breaking into his shop. Either to steal some money or to steal some things or just be, you know, little badasses. So... And if it wasn't for her father being who he is, Warrior tells her, like, you know, I had half a mind to kill your fucking son and his friends. And, you know, your dad stopped me. And so she's like, what do I need to do to make this right? And um, I think her dad suggests, you know, they should work at the shop to pay off their debt. And she's like, no, I'm not making any deals with a thug. Like, she's just so self-righteous and being rude to Warrior. And it's like, who, who's a thug? Warrior ain't never sold no drugs. You know, like, he not in the life like that. So it's like, who are you calling a thug? And her daddy basically has to break it down to her. Like, oh, you talking about drugs? You looking down on drug dealers? Your daddy used to be the biggest one, but I'm no longer that. And that's news to her because, of course, you know, all drug dealers, although they sell drugs, they never involved their family in that situation. So she didn't know anything about it. So her daddy had to check her real quick. Like that attitude you got, kill it and be grateful that I am who I am and that's, that your son is still alive. 
So both of y'all get to walk away with y'all lives tonight because Warrior was getting upset, like ready to kill her because it's like, who this bitch thinks she's talking to? And I'm sorry, but I was on his side because I'm like, how are you walking into a situation don't know nothing about nothing. They telling you what your son did. And then you still looking at this man instead of saying, you know, I apologize for my son. It's like, who is this thug? I'm not making any deals with a thug. Like, girl, really? So they leave and, you know, she's trying to understand why her son is doing what he's doing. But she's working so much just to put a roof over their head and, you know, like food in the house. Cause she won't accept any help from her dad and the baby's father is nowhere to be found and they don't communicate a lot and come to find out because her dad hates uh Tristan's father because he calls him a pedophile and <laughs> what kills me because we all know I go off the top of my head I don't take notes like I used to anymore but um I do remember this She's stopping her dad in the middle of like his ranting and going, Dad, stop. Um, he's not a pedophile. I knew what I wanted it. And in the next sentence, the dad says, When that motherfucker is 21 and you're 15, there's no such thing as consenting. And there's not. Like, yes, as we go into what is it, our teen years, you know, your body changes, you develop hormones and you are attracted to people and all that type of stuff. But still, as a 15-year-old, there is no way you are consenting to having sex with a 21-year-old. There's no way. And when somebody breaks that down to you and tells you that and you still try to... I don't... I didn't understand what was up with B. I, I honestly didn't. Like, I did not get her. This whole book, I was just like, girl, you are making me so fucking exhausted. So... You know, she brushed it off because she really don't want to talk about it because the man is trifling. But she does call him or has, you know, trust and call him. And he's like, man, this bitch, bitch, this bitch, that, that motherfucker, da, 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 da. He's just like, okay, whatever. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. And she don't even want to talk to him anyway. But she goes to Warrior, who is commonly known as War. I like Warrior. Um, and she asked him if she can also work there or work there instead of Preston working there, but they both end up working there. He lets her become a secretary out in the front office and he calls her Blossom Peace. Cause like I said, her name is, uh, Blossom Peace McCoy, but he put her first and middle name together as if it's her name. And he's the only one to call her that, but they start this enemies to friend thing where it just gets to a point where they're not, what I want to say cordial cordial is the word I want to use with each other and you know he noticed how fine she was like they both were attracted to each other from the beginning but because of the circumstances they were both rude to each other and <clears throat> my thing was too it felt like Blossom was always trying to play victim like he was more mean to her than she was to him it's like y'all both gave as good as y'all got to each other. But she goes out to the club with a former co-worker because the whole time she worked at the cell phone company, she would not go out with them. She's like, you know, I'm too busy or I got to work doubles. 
And while that was true, she also said, <laughs> excuse me, that, you know, I'm these people are not my friends, which is so true. I had to learn that. I went out with coworkers one time. I was like, girl, and I acted a fool. Me personally, I acted a fool and that was on me. I'm like, these people are not my friends. Um, And so she never hung up with them. But when she went back to work and she had just got a promotion, but Warrior was offering her better money and it was like better hours to where she could spend more time with her son. So let's just say, yeah, I'm going to let this go. So the coworker was like, okay, we don't work together no more. Let's go out to celebrate the fact that you got another better job. So she's like, you know, I don't work here no more. She seemed all right. And she's like, sure, no problem. So they go to this club and right off the bat, she's noticing, oh no, let me go back. The girl comes to her house and she, um, Blossom, like she couldn't afford her house, so she moved in with her dad for a little while. And the girl shows up to her house and is like, Oh, I didn't know you could look that good. And her daddy immediately steps in, like, Is that supposed to be some backward ass compliment? Like, bitch, don't play with my daughter, especially not in my face. But the one thing that annoyed me about Blossom as well, she was always like trying to be above it all. This is like, what is it? Subconsciously, she clocked it, but she wouldn't say nothing out loud, just basically letting it roll off her back. Because she said something like she's used to her and how she acts. It's like, no. Nah. So you shouldn't have went out with her from the very beginning. But anyway, they get to the club and she's just noticing like this girl, we not on the same level. And that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. She do her thing. I do my thing and let that be that. But there's something about the club where there's um the co-worker is pointing out like the upper rooms are for people with money and she's like the only reason why i know that is because a security guard that used to work there like she had sex with him in there so she got to see what it was like and blossom is thinking to herself like she sounds really proud of that like this girl it just and i hate to call her a hoe and make it seem like it's a bad thing but you know she was let's what do the uh, elders call it? She was a free spirit. And that's what it was. And so while they're sitting there, um, one of the employees comes over and says, you know, Miss McCoy, you've been invited into one of the suites. And so the coworker is like, girl, who the fuck you know up there that's inviting you up there? And Blossom didn't know anybody. So she was about to decline. But the a former coworker, like, begged. She's like, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. So... Blossom is like, okay, I guess fine. And when she gets up there, it's Warrior and his brother. I forgot he has a younger brother who is crazy as hell and funny too. But, um, you know, he was the one that invited her up there. And Warrior, he's just like peeping the scene. He speaks, he says hello, and they just chill together. And then it's like while they're having drinks and she's getting to know the other women that are like in the room, her friend, or not her friend, excuse me, her former co-worker is off to the side. And um, Warrior's younger brother come over and like, you know, basically she about to do the whole crew for a little bit of chum change. And so while she in the room doing it, because there's a bedroom inside these suites, I think as well as a bathroom. So they off doing that. And she comes out yelling 
telling one of the guys, you know, like, fuck you. And everybody started laughing at her because obviously she not had sex with the dude before they paid her. So she basically just had sex for free and didn't get paid for it. And so while she's causing the scene, Blossom is embarrassed and she gets kicked out. So at first she was trying to blow Blossom off. And then all of a sudden it's like, come on, if you ride with me, we came together. So we both got to go. So basically like a bitch, if I got to go, you got to go too. And Blossom wasn't ready to leave. So Warrior's like, nah, <clears throat> I'll make sure you get home. Okay. So the girl is like, Really? And Blossom is like, bye, girl. It's not my fault. You offered yourself up on a platter and did get paid for your services if that's what you want to do because that's your business. Um, So they already wasn't friends, but that even drove like a bigger wedge between them. So she blows the girl off. And plus, she done met women on a higher level who are billionaires. You know, they got their own companies. And these are friends and family members of Warrior and his brother, so they're a tight-knit crew. So, you know, she done met some women to finally be friends with. And her and Warrior, um, they're going closer. So then her baby daddy finally hears about um, Tristan having a job from Tristan because he was excited about it. And he's doing well on his schoolwork. But when the baby daddy finds out he got a job, he tries to turn it on Blossom like, why this fat bitch got my son working like you too much of a deadbeat mother that you can't even make ends meet that you got my son working. And it's like, for someone who is not contributing to the household, you don't even raise your son. You won't even talk to your son on the phone. He called him and was like, dad, I got to be on my test. And you tell him, this is what you called me for. I got more important things to do, but you still feel as you, have the right to draw breath in your body and talk about how this woman is parenting your child that you do not take care of. So he shows up trying to talk that shit and warrior interjections like not in front of me. You're not going to do that to her. Especially when I see how hard she working and how good of a mother and how good of a person she is. And your nasty trifling ass trying to come around talking. We not having it. And so of course, because he gets embarrassed he tries to have a get back and ends up getting his ass whooped. They whooped him so bad he had to go back um to their hometown and lay undercover and uh rest up in the hospital. And down there though, he has another young woman who he has gotten pregnant and is telling her, you know, basically because his first baby mama wanted him back or it's her fault that he was hurt in the hospital. Now that she's pregnant, his get back is, oh, I want to have a baby with you so I can raise this one and be better. But he was never going to raise that baby. He just wanted to make Blossom jealous. And in the mix of, I forgot, for them to beat his ass, he punched Trustin and he hit Blossom because Blossom was whooping his ass when he punched a young son. Now, it's like, you a grown-ass man punching a 13-year-old in the face like that? And then when she got some get-back, he punched her in the jaw, too, and she ended up having to get her uh, her jaw wired. And after that, that's the first time that her and Warrior had sex. And she was thinking it was a one-time thing. Like, all right, it's a one-time thing. We're going to go back to business as usual. Warrior, like, he ain't like that shit. He like, why you treat me like that? 
like, let's see where this relationship goes. And for some reason, she thought he wasn't interested in a relationship. That's not what he would want. So she wasn't trying to take it anything past that. He like, girl, shh, please. You know, we're going to be in a relationship and we're going to take this thing to the next level. And that's exactly what they do. And it's great. You know, like I said, she's building a relationship with these women. So she finally has like friends and they're helping her reach her goals. So it's just like everything is going okay in the world until um her baby father like he's better enough to come and kidnap her but first he shoots her father like he shows up to um the father's house and shoots him and then takes his phone to text blossom like you know come to my house i think i'm having a heart attack so of course she rushes over Thinking she's there to help her dad, but it's for the baby father to kidnap her and take her away. So he takes her away to a hotel and everybody, you know, they rush to um, the dad's house, but he's being taken out on a stretcher to the hospital. So it's like, damn, not only is he shot, but now she missing. So it's just like a whole bunch of shit going on at one point, at one time, I should say. And so they get her back. Because one of the friends that she developed a relationship with, she was like, quote unquote, undercover, acting as if she was a prostitute, hooking up with the baby father. And when he opened the door, you know, she walks in acting as if she doesn't know Blossom because he beat her up pretty bad. And he was going to attempt to assault her. But she told him that she had chlamydia, so he didn't want to have sex with her. But he took that as you know i cheated on you because i didn't want to be with you and then so did this nigga too like you're not meant to be in a relationship you're not worthy of a relationship and basically you just worthless so she goes to the bathroom and hides out in there until finally they burst into the hotel room and get his ass and oh i forgot i forgot, I forgot. what led to that was him kidnapping her and um, shooting her father. She had went back to their original hometown to visit her mother. And while she was there, his new younger um, victim, because that's what she is, approaches Blossom like, yeah, I'm better than you. You know, this new baby, he really gonna love and all that type of stuff. And Blossom... This is where her not quote unquote niceness comes into play, where she's just like, baby, bless your heart. You just don't know. He's gonna take your life and turn it upside down. I don't want nothing to do with that man. I haven't tried to contact him. So, you know, basically save yourself before what happened to me happens to you. And the young girl listens because she had bought a house in her name, but he was living there. So it was basically like his house, but in her name. And when he comes home one day. He notices that she got, I think, a U-Haul and uh, what is something called the Pods truck, and she like, I sold the house last week. Um, they got your stuff in that pod over there, so you got about a couple days to get it before they've been instructed to get rid of the shit. Um, yeah, there's no more baby deuces, and so that set him off because at first he he says he really was just keeping that baby. Like she had a new man and she had a son to take care of. So the fact that you would 
actually take care of this child. Like, there's nothing to be jealous of. She already know who you are. Um, but the fact that you thought you was going to do all that and now you feel like it's her fault that she ruined it led to all those events was led to his death in the end. Because at first, when they first got lost um, back, she thought that Warrior had killed him. So she was kind of walking around with an attitude or being sad because she's like, you know, I'm not a killer, but that's the one death I wish I could have did. Because for all the hell he put me through and he shot my dad. Like her dad made a, a full recovery. He didn't die. But it's just like, I wish I could have killed him. So Warrior, so you know, so if I tell you that he's still alive, what would that mean? And she goes out and pulls out a gun and is like, basically, take me to that motherfucker right now because I'm ready to put two in his motherfucking dome. So what are we doing? And Warrior's like, man, that's not true. You're not a killer. We're not doing that. And so she goes to call up one of her homegirls like, he's still alive. I need to get to him because I'm, you know, I deserve it. And Warrior sets that up. He's like, you know, you ain't got to call her. I'll take you to him. We going to do this. And she kills him because it's basically like you a nasty motherfucker you shouldn't be able to do this to anybody else because of course he's done it to more than one woman i mean a young lady so you're just disgusting and the fact that you beat my ass the way you did the fact you shot my daddy it's over for you and you know so he's out the way so moving on to bigger and better things where they have a baby because she was pregnant that was another thing she was um, protecting her baby from trust as well. So the whole time he was hitting her and beating her in that hotel room, she made sure to cover her stomach and the fact that he didn't know that she was pregnant. So they, um, in the end, have... Oh, I forgot to mention, like, this whole time. Um, Tristan and his two friends, because his two friends were... Um, I wouldn't call them orphans, but they were... Um, they had, like, a bad living situation. So... The father, Blossom's father gained guardianship of him, and they were staying with him at first, but then when she got more money and was doing better and moved into her own place, the boys were staying with her. So she had three sons now instead of just the one, and they all became a family. So it's like those three boys later on in life were all getting ready to graduate and go to college. Actually, the two boys, they were brothers were a year older than Trustin. So they went to college first and then Trustin was about to graduate high school and go to college. And now Warrior and Blossom had a son and I believe they had a daughter. And that was like their happily ever after. It was a good story by Miss Mel Doe. I do have to be honest. I um Cause I made a TikTok about another, what was the book called? Only Devils? But it was about like the um, what is it called? Like the introduction at the beginning. It just had a word or something like that. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Probably because it's so late. Um, and I was like, dang, she trying to make me uh shout because it was something about they say the devil works hard, but God works harder or something like that. Anyway. Not to lie, but I just, I didn't too much care for that story. It just didn't really grab me. But this one was much better. I really enjoyed this story. And 
I was called ready for war. Oh my god, I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what it is. But yeah, it's called Ready for War by Miss Mel Doe. Make sure you go pick it up and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Peace and blessings. I'll be